The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Well, let's get straight then into our conversation with the Public Works and Infrastructure Minister, Sikhe Zikalala. Minister Zikalala, good morning to you. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks, Kathy, and thanks for having us. Good morning to the listeners uh, of SAFM. Uh, we thank the opportunity to be with you. Look, I think, you know, you, you would have heard some of the voice notes that were issued by, you know, that were uh, sent by our listeners and people just complaining about a, a level of dysfunction that they feel exists right now in certain spaces in, in government. And I know it, it probably can't be easy, you know, being a minister, being part of, of cabinet, being an ANC member, to hear what what it is that, 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 that people have to say. But speak to me, I think, just more broadly around just the sense of dysfunction um, that people feel there is um, in government right now. Well, I've listened to the four uh, messages that uh, were uh, presented and played. Uh, I think, firstly, there is a great uh, cry for jobs uh, in the country, which I believe it is a fair and uh, it needs to be addressed. And that's why all departments have been instructed by president to prioritize uh, job creation. And we are one of those departments when it comes to infrastructure, when it comes to property development, that are prioritizing job creation. Now, the second part, which I think uh, was a comment, is the issue of corruption. And I think we must deal with corruption wherever it shows it ugly. Unfortunately, not only a particular party, because South Africa is governed by a number of parties. Nationally, it's the ANC. In other provinces, you find that there are other parties, and in municipalities, uh, it is other parties too. And therefore, we need to deal with corruption as corruption. Finally, I agree that the state must be effective. It must respond with speed. It therefore needs a capable civil servant who will work and understand the need to service the people and respond to them uh, with speed. The issue of dysfunctionality, I think, actually could well be one of the reasons um, why you've convened a, a, a conference of, of this nature, because government itself is sitting with properties properties that are as as i've been saying they 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 they've been hijacked some of them have been illegally occupied um do we have a sense of how many buildings government actually owns and do we know what the state of those properties Right now, we have more than 80,000 properties across the country, making the government to be a huge property uh, owner in the country. However, the state of these properties varies. You've got build, building, buildings, you've got uh, 
uh, standalone houses uh, and I include all of that in that 80,000. We have convened this conference because we are in a journey. We are starting a very aggressive program of returning, bring back campaign where we take back the government-owned properties that are illegally occupied. Secondly, we want to optimize on these properties. We don't just want to bring back the property for the sake of keeping it. Take it back, let it out to the private sector for them to develop it and generate income as government. In other cases, we want to let it for the private sector to renovate, operate and transfer back to government. And that is for office space. And that's why we are saying, gone are the days where departments will be looking for lease, to lease the space. But we want to use our own buildings now to ensure that we reduce this ballooning expenditure on the lease. The third is to ensure that even the land that is owned by government is utilized effectively uh, either for social development, for housing, uh, uh, or for any other purposes. Has there been any work done yet to try and understand how these buildings were allowed to enter the state that they're in? So you describe it as taking back the buildings why why did government ever let them go in the first place because it is the owner of these buildings firstly the reason is that you've got the client departments that would use the buildings and when they leave they don't report back to public works and some will leave but leave other people who are illegal there for instance you will remember that before 1994, there was a unit within the police service called Stability. And this unit had barracks here uh, in Durban uh, on the point side. Very prime land. They were there when that unit was integrated uh, into SAPS. They later left the building without handing over the building to public works. And it got dilapidated. And that's why we are saying all of these buildings, we must take them back, renovate them, utilize them to mm. generate income. But, but fr from, what, from what you have seen, Minister, and I know that you, know, you haven't spent a great deal of time in this, in this portfolio, but in trying to understand the problem, I hear the aspect of people not bringing back the keys. But any landlord who is a good landlord goes to check and inspect his properties to make sure that what is happening on those properties is what has been agreed to in terms of any agreements that, that have been made. So, you know, the idea that a landlord would leave a property that he's aware of and attended to and then complain about being illegally occupied, you know, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And that's why we are saying public works must be strong. And that's what we're trying to build. Bring the sense of agency. Ensure that we monitor and keep on uh, monitoring physically to satisfy that all properties are in place, 
in good conditions, utilized legally by people of our country. And I think we have allowed that space. We have taken public works as the department uh, that may be not critical. Uh, the shift from public works internally begin to look for private space and look for uh, 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 implementing agencies, so outsourcing most of its function. And we are bringing that back, we are building the capacity of the development. Of course, you have said it for yourself, I've not been long in this position, maybe it's six months now, but you will see the impact. We are going to bring back all of the government buildings, we are going to ensure that they are utilized properly. As it stands, are there officials in the department whose sole task it is to, of, of these 80,000 buildings that, sh that, that you say the government have, to go to check the state of the buildings, to check who is in these buildings? Um, are there people doing that on a day-to-day on, on -day basis? There are people who are doing that, uh, who are assessing the state of each and every building. It might be that the number is too huge for officials to cover all of them. The four that I just visited this morning, uh, all of them have been inspected. We are now working on the feasibilities for different youths. Then we'll go out to the market. The three will clearly have to be, uh, we will have to allow a space for the private sector to participate through build, operate, and transfer. The last building is government. It must be worked on to become a government precinct and house offices of government. And therefore, we are working. We might have been uh, allowed the space to lapse, but we have to work with speed. So, so, so the buildings that you went to visit today, how long have those buildings been unattended for? Because well, my understanding is that you went to go visit hijacked buildings, right? Yes. One of the buildings that was hijacked uh, here in Morningside, maybe it has been hijacked for about three or more years. And we needed to ensure that we start the process of evicting those who were there. And we're going to work with speed on that. The other building, we can't speak of time because we would not know when uh, the, the so-called stability left that building. But the point you raise that we as the Department of Public Works, we must keep an eye, know each and every building. It's what we are building. And, 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 and beyond just keeping an eye, Minister, there of course also needs to be a, a, a sense of accountability. I mean, I would imagine that you coming into the department um, with a, a fresh perspective and, and, and needing to understand what has been going on, don't you ask the question, well, if this building has been left unattended for three years, why, does, <laughs> why did nobody know about it or, or why was nothing done? Who... Who, whose portfolio was this building sitting under? Yeah, what, what does that person have to say for themselves? Yes, and that's where consequence management need to come in. Where people have not performed uh, expected tasks, they need to be subjected to uh, consequence management. And that's one area we are tightening. And I think the loose screws need to be tightened. 
discipline people who are not performing, but continue to ensure that we build the capacity of the state. Over the years, we have outsourced the capacity of the state and allow private sector domination in things that have people employed to do. And that's what we're emphasizing now. Is, are you not running the same risk? You know, just yesterday we had a conversation looking at uh, public-private partnerships, right? And effectively what is happening now, because these buildings are in such a state of disarray, you're, you're having to bring the, the, the private sector in. Is it not giving them prime properties at a steal? That in, in, in 10 years' time, you know, the, the kind of money that they'll be making from those those buildings is money that would have greatly benefited um, government. Yes. And I wonder how then you, you're balancing that out. There is a need of a balancing act. There are buildings that we will renovate ourselves as public works. Okay. And then allow departments to come in mm. and rent. There are those we will use the private sector. That is uh, called, uh, its partnership is triple P. It is correct to say uh, there are things that you will find that they are not funded now. And therefore, you will not have money as government to renovate those buildings. You will then say, uh, let's renovate this through uh, the triple P. But at this particular point, the building must be transferred back to be operated by government. Okay. And this should be the standard. Uh, the quality of the building, everything. All right. So we need to work and tighten those issues. Just a final question to you, Minister. For, for these buildings that are hijacked, who's been paying the rates and, 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 and taxes for those buildings? And was there rent that was supposed to no. come to, to the Public Works Department? For, for, for those yeah. that are hijacked, you find that they are not, uh, they are not paying uh, the, 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 the rent. Okay. Now you will have a building and we have to pay for rate to municipalities, yes. which is wrong. Now we are saying let us then evict all of those people, bring them back. So the state has been robbed twice. It's robbed because it is paying for rate and services, mm. but it is robbed because there are people who are staying there illegally who get money because some of these you find that they are illegal landlords who have appointed themselves, they collect money from others to keep it for themselves. Mm. And you find this uh, building getting dilapidated quickly because you find there are a lot of people who are staying inside yeah. than what is expected. So, so the state has been paying? Yes, for the those state has, to, be, has uh, had to pay and that's what we are now addressing. All right. Um, that is the Public Works and Infrastructure Minister, Sikhe Zikalala. I know you have to go and give your address inside the conference venue. Thank you. Um, thank you for making time to speak to us. This is not where we leave the conversation. As you can hear, it is an incredibly concerning state of affairs. We'll continue to hear from more officials to talk then about how practically um, some of the solutions that the minister has spoken about can be implemented. It's 10.30, time for the latest news headlines.